0: Alright everybody, so this week we're going to be releasing an episode from our Patreon vault Not even all of it actually, just a a little over half probably And you can get the full episode of this at our Patreon Which is patreon.com slash superhero stuff pod So, without further ado, here we go (laughs) His name is a dark side. Say it with me. A dark side. dark side? Yes, he's coming. The Lord is coming. The Dark Lord is coming. His name is a dark side. I'm bringing the souls to you. I'm bringing your souls to him. Say it with me now, everybody. I said a dark side. A dark side? <laughs> Lord have mercy, look who is here now, here
1: today. Lord Darkseid, here. Glorious Godfrey, we need to talk.
0: Oh, Darkseid, yes. I've been here preaching to the masses the glorious name that is yours.
1: I'm flattered by that, Godfrey, but it seems a little much.
0: What would be a little too much about this form? This is the language that they speak, Master.
1: When I sent you here for Earth, Godfrey, I did not expect you to be, I don't know, on television so much? I was hoping you would just get me souls. Instead you've been on TV for the past forty eight hours. It seems a little it's a little aggressive.
0: Well I've been having fun in the in the colonies. And I just find it so bombastic and fun, my lord. Well,
1: by your count, how many souls have you collected for Apocalypse? Oh, at this rate, probably 400,000, my liege. Perhaps even more. They love this
0: character on on TV and the Zoom and the TikTok and whatnot. I've got my entire social media shit working really well, my lord.
1: Well, that's very impressive. I heard TikTok is very popular these days. Yes, it is, indeed. Very impressive numbers, Godfrey. Perhaps this will actually work. I was not expecting so many people to fall for something so obvious.
0: You would be surprised, my lord. There's a phrase here on this planet. When in Rome, do as the Romans." And I am merely doing as such, I'm sure you understand, in all of your excellence.
1: Well then, there's not much I can complain about. It seems like obvious brainwashing to me, but to them, if they're eating it up, then continue doing what you're doing. Give me the souls for Apocalypse.
0: I mean, at this rate, my lord, you wouldn't even need the Anti-Life Equation. I wouldn't? We've already bent them to our will as much as possible already, I believe. But, I don't know, maybe a little extra juge with the Anti-Life Equation will send them over even further.
1: I've spent my whole life trying to find the Anti-Life Equation. If without the Anti-Life Equation, I don't know what to do with my life. I leave that to you and your excellence to figure out. It would cut down on a lot of work just to have them as they are right now, just bending to my will without need for the equation. Seems like it'd be a lot easier.
0: Indeed, my lord. Hmm.
1: Perhaps I should just make some appearances like now, every now and then. So that they keep believing.
0: My my lord, I know this is strange, but it's weird. The less you show up, the more they require belief. I, I do enjoy being in your presence. Do not take us this the wrong way.
1: This seems too good to be true, Godfrey. You're saying that I need to not do anything just for them to believe in me?
0: I I mean, maybe people draw pictures about you, but that's really about it.
1: Well, then I'll just go back to Apocalypse and sit. Rule by Zoom. Or something. I'll call up the Sad to set up my Zoom account.
0: My lord, you have rang.
1: Decide, set up my Zoom account. It is time that I work remotely from Apocalypse.
0: This is excellent news, my master, but I am not a fucking IT department.
1: Decide, you speak that way to me again, and you will be at the other end of the Omega Beams. Set me up the Zoom account, and give me one of those virtual backgrounds. Preferably the ones with the cute kitties. Anime kitties, my lord! Sure, that's your thing.
0: Well, I guess I should get back to these cretins. Thank you very much, Godfrey. Yes, it is always a pleasure, dark side. I always want to be on your good side. <laughs> Wait, if you have one, that is, my lord. I'm confused on that one, but anyway, I will return to my own devices.
1: Keep doing what you're doing. I I this was a lot easier than I thought.
0: Phrase a dark side. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Behind the Paywall once again, tis I, Andrew, the guy that you're going to be learning along with. (laughs) <laughs> and the guy that's teaching us shit, as you probably already know more than likely if you're here, it's Ben. And it's
1: me. Yep, it's me. So, <laughs> uh, We have started our long-ass deep dive into Justice League, this, the DCEU in terms of uh, the Zack Snyder cut, and I thought we wouldn't have a nice little episode about Will Beal who has the story by credit on Zack Snyder's Justice League, as we pointed it out. And the thing is, Will Beale has a very fascinating history with Justice League as a project that's kind of unrelated to Zack Snyder. I still haven't gotten the full story yet. Nobody's asked Zack Snyder, like, okay, so tell me how Will Beale comes into it. I haven't was found any the, interviews about it.
0: He was the true behind-the-scenes shepherd, as it but, were, before uh, Snyder?
1: Maybe, maybe. It's it's not quite, like, I, I'm i not really sure in terms of, like, if they... Here's Here's the thing. Here's a little yeah. preview. I don't even know if these guys have even met.
0: I don't even know Will Bill even exists.
1: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> 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 let's go into I a little bit of know. let's go into who Will Bill is before we get into like all of this. So Will Bill is a former cop. He's a former LAP detect, oh, PD shit. detective PD detective who became cool. he became a uh, screenwriter and one of his one of his debuts was the screenplay for Gangster Squad and oh, based shit. off of the, the main based off the book about Tales of the Gangster Squad about the real life story of the cops who were trying to take down Mickey Cohen so he wrote that into his script and that sort of became his debut as a screenwriter and they hired him for a lot of stuff and he also contributed to Aquaman
0: okay he yeah
1: wrote one of the many scripts for Aquaman and his uh, his main DC credit is on that one however back in 2011 he wrote a Justice League script so this yeah, is kind of the man. this is kind of the unknown Justice League script because we know about Justice League Mortal from 2007 yeah. with uh, George Miller attached because it almost got made and then obviously we know about this whole mess with Joss Whedon and, and Zack Snyder but this is kind of the forgotten unmade Justice League project that not a lot of people talk about. The script, unfortunately, has not leaked. However, there is information out there about it. So that's why we're not doing a full-on main episode on it. Yeah. If, if it had leaked, then we would absolutely do a main episode on it. But consider this a preliminary in case this that script ever gets leaked out. Then we can actually, like, read it and, and go through it. But I'm just going off of the beats that have been reported. So, okay. Okay. Written in 2011, the first rumors were that it was going to be based off of JLA issues 183 through 185, which is a storyline called Crisis on New Genesis, which is mm. actually the first time that the Justice League fought Darkseid. Okay. So even way back in 2011, Will Buell says, hey, this is going to be Justice League versus Darkseid.
0: It makes sense. It's like the Thanos thing. You got a whole team. You need, a, you need like yeah. the ultimate enemy going on. You need to fight Satan. But exactly. Basically, exactly. You
1: know. Now, let's put this in context. This is 2011, so Nolan's Batman is not out yet. He's not close to. He's not done with the Dark Knight Rises yet. We're a year away from that. We're also a year away from the Avengers, which means we're also a year away from the Thanos tees at the end of Avengers. Right. So right, right. Beale is already like planning ahead, and this is before the DCEU of Man of Steel
0: okay right
1: so there's so many like before stuff it's kind of weird timing in terms of like it's, it's almost like justice league is is going to be the launch of the dc universe in this version unless he was planning to bring in bill's batman which seems unlikely
0: there's no was, evidence was, was that bill read mortal or he might have huh uh
1: if he did there's there's basically nothing of mortal in this okay you'll right. find out what, what type of stuff in there it, but there's very it's very different from justice okay. league mortal where Justice League Mortal was very much about, you know, the contingency plans and Maxwell Lord and Talia getting a hold of them and using that against them and, and that type of stuff. This is very, this is more cosmic. This is more closer to what Snyder was going to do oh, with you know, Darkseid. I like
0: the cosmic.
1: Yeah, yeah. So in the original issues, Justice League of America one eighty three to one eighty five was called Crisis on New Genesis, and it was the Justice League and the Justice Society of America actually teaming up. Uh, they end up getting accidentally transported to Apocalypse where the Injustice Society, which is kind of the precursor to Legion of Doom, the Injustice Society has resurrected Darkseid and now the superheroes basically have to stop him in Apocalypse. Uh, there's not a lot of similarities, honestly, between the script and the comic, at least from what I read. So I feel like that was just a rumor, but it, we might as well note that that was the rumor at the time. Just general it was based off
0: general that. elements, general, very general elements from that. Very,
1: yeah, because like there's the lineup is different you know just society is very like deep cuts yeah so they had like power girl in there firestorm was in it huntress uh from earth 2 and batman from earth 1 were teaming like it's stuff that like i'm just like i have a hard time believing that will be would do that as the debut for justice League. you don't start with a multiverse already <laughs> i don't know maybe you do maybe you are will <laughs> or maybe you do but <laughs> <laughs> uh so let's see um, Umberto Gonzalez who's a he's a scooper from a long time ago. He was Oh yeah, what La- happened to Latino him? Latino Review. He's now on The Rap. He's now on The Rap.
0: Latino uh, Review. He used to get some of the scoops, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And he kind of reported on this as well as reported the script that I guess was leaked out to him back in let's see. I don't think he read the script until 2017. Like it leaked out to him around the same time as the release of the Justice League.
0: He was the so. Boris Kit of that time.
1: Yeah, I think so. Kind of. <laughs> so, Although Boris
0: Kitt is probably slightly more legit.
1: I would say so, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. when you're f- with Variety and Hollywood Reporter, you're considered to be basically like everything you write is the truth. As that's opposed gospel. To, like, here's a
0: rumor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got this covered as uh, <laughs> the opposite of that. Yes. Yes. Man, my man Tyrone Magnus got to stop reporting on that shit. It confuses me. <laughs> he's so big, but he, he's big on YouTube, but he does... He's not he's not like a legit reporter, you know, yeah. so I, I have to constantly remind myself that I, there's a part of my brain that goes, oh, he's a big YouTuber. He must be accurate. And it's like, no, that's not the fucking case at all.
1: That's the problem, I think, when people report on rumors. That's why I'm just like. I, if we yeah. ever talk about rumor stuff, it's we preface it with this is a rumor we do not know if this yeah, is true yeah. that type of stuff or a double check cuz there's so much of that shit out there i mean we're still we're still combating people who are under the belief that uh, tim burton was going to make this big batman movie with robin williams and billy d williams and i'm just like there's there's no evidence of that we talked to the screenwriters <laughs> and even i don't know if you saw me post this in the, on our instagram I literally post, you know, it's it's a video about Batman 3, and I was just, you know, advertising that The Bachelors had told us that it was, you know, Robin Williams was Joel Schumacher's choice. And the next guy's comment is, that's incorrect. And I was like, (laughs) I Uh, have a literal interview with the people who worked on the fucking movie, and you're going to tell me that's incorrect? Yeah. Come on, man. (laughs) I'm like, all right, you believe what you believe. Sometimes you got to
0: you got to check their rank sometimes <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like hey, you watch the interview if you want it's up to you I'm just saying we we know the truth so yeah anyway
0: on that one at least not everything but on that well, one
1: well on that one yeah, yeah. or if we Especially don't know the truth we one. say we don't know the truth yeah we say we yeah, don't yeah, know the truth yeah, or, we, or yeah. that's why we also do the corrections department cuz sometimes i might say something off the cuff or i'm just like i think i heard this and then i look afterwards at the after the recording i'm like oh i was wrong and then i make sure to bring that up or other people correct us in the comments and i make sure to bring that up cuz i want us to be accurate you know? every
0: time you bring up corrections department it reminds me of kevin smith just hating the corrections department and um <laughs> edumacation podcast i think that was like not one of his biggest ones but i loved it because it was like you know you actually learn something about science and then kevin smith's commentary <laughs> <and> he was <laughs> he was just high as hell <laughs> but he hate he hated it but the other guy really wanted to do it um andy McKelfrish.
1: Yeah, but I like I like the principle of it because I like it's, it's it too. I don't I don't
0: yeah. hate it like Kevin Smith does, but it just it's, it's just it's it was comical how much he hated it.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I, I think yeah. yeah, one thing is that it it, it creates the integrity yeah, of the that's show, That's true. You, you want to make sure true. that it's accurate. And the other part is like it gets other people involved, you know, it gets your fans involved and fans oh, are yeah. Just like, "Hey, wait a minute," you know, and and, and gets that. So like I encourage if, if I'm wrong about stuff, you know, show us show us the evidence and uh, show us links and everything. We have a few corrections departments coming up in a few episodes, so... Yeah. Grateful for the fans for that. Uh, So let's dive in, then, into what uh, Umberto had said about uh, the script that was read in uh, uh, 2017. It is insane. So... (laughs) (laughs) right, Steppenwolf is in this. Okay. Uh, I believe. Or am I wrong? Hold on. Okay. Okay, so... Oh, it says, though Steppenwolf was the lead villain. Okay, now I'm rereading stuff badly. Okay, so even though okay. Steppenwolf was the lead villain in the Justice League, Will Beal's draft would have made his boss Darkseid the master of evil. The opening shark... There's a shark tank battle, and we're not talking about the ABC reality show with Mark Cuban. <laughs> it's like Aquaman and a shark or something, or what? Uh, now, Aquaman oh, okay. wouldn't
0: fight. He would command the shark, generally There's speaking.
1: There's a shark... Uh, okay... He didn't go into that many details. It says that opening Shark Tank battle ends with Dasad, one of Darkseid's minions, killing Killer Croc. (laughs) So it opens with Dasad killing... Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Let me look again. Okay. So uh, after a quick introduction on Darkseid's Hellplan Hellplan apocalypse, we're plunged into a stunning set piece between Batman, Superman, KG Beast, who's Anatolian, Batman versus Superman, Killer Croc, and Lex Luthor. That includes a shark tank shattering on the upper floors of Lex Corp Tower in Metropolis. So already that's like more crowded than any other sequence at this point. Remember, this is 2011. Yeah, it's quite a lot. This is the same year that Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern came out. Like, this is insane. In <laughs> Will Bill like... was
0: shooting for the moon, man. He did, <laughs> yeah. he did Gangster Squad, man.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, sorry, That's I, I, I skipped ahead. I was reading the wrong part. Sorry about that. So yeah, it starts with this Batman, Superman, KGB, Killer Croc, and Lex Luthor and then there's a Shark Tank battle, and uh, Aquaman is not part of this. Aquaman is not in the script, oh, so there man. goes Jason Momoa. Uh, oh, but well. yeah, Dasad shows up and kills Killer Croc and steals Kryptonite that Luther has just tried to buy from KG Beast. Uh, it says at one point Croc bites a shark. I don't know why Umberto thought that was notable to talk about, but it's okay. just
0: Beast Man versus <laughs> Beast Man or something. It's gotta like I a, guess kind of kaiju flavor almost to yeah. it yeah yeah
1: yeah so all right so already we got the side kgb's killer croc batman superman um okay and then they batman and superman are friends in the beginning so this is not like batman v superman donna justice uh they already know each other's identities they have coffee at the metropolis diner so it's like those how it should have ended videos well um <laughs> yeah. this is where they chat about other dc superheroes like diana aka wonder woman Green Lantern, Green Arrow, and Aquaman. So Aquaman's mentioned, but he's not a character in this. Okay. he think, uh, They
0: think he's too lame at this point. Maybe. It's pre-Jeff or... John's New 52 bullshit, too, probably, right? Yeah, because
1: 2011 is right when the New 52 is out. So, like, this, that's, he hasn't read that's it. new. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's read it at this point. Uh, they soon travel to Central City to recruit Barry Allen, a.k.a. The Flash. And then the next part says, Amanda Waller and King Faraday run the Department of Metahuman Affairs, and seize Killer Croc's body. Uh, we also meet Abel Tarrant, who's the tattooed man, uh, Copperhead, Barbara Minerva, aka Cheetah, so Cheetah's in this, <laughs> and Solomon Grundy. <laughs> so,
0: Damn.
1: Uh, I think they're setting up a Suicide Squad type of There's
0: thing. There's so much going on, isn't there?
1: Uh, It feels like Umberto was like, let me just write all the characters who are in this, as opposed to telling us what the story is. Because right now, I'm not really sure what's going on. (laughs) It just seems like a whole bunch of characters.
0: I forgot about Solomon Grundy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's he's in Stargirl. I haven't seen it yet, but apparently they have a really true to, uh, really faithful adaptation of uh, Solomon Grundy through CG. Born on a Monday. Yes. Died
0: on a Tuesday or some shit like that.
1: Something like. I think he dies on a Friday or something. I, I have to yeah, look it up again. something like that, yeah. <clears throat> Started out as a Green Lantern villain. He's not a Batman villain. Oh, shit. He, be, he became a Batman villain in The Long Halloween, basically. Let's see. In deep space, uh, the Green Lantern in this draft is Jon Stewart. and he as, is, as it should be. Yes. Uh, and he's <laughs> with the Thanagarian Carter Hall, a.k.a. Hawkman. So Hawkman's in this, too. So, Hawkman so might Hawk. be
0: white at this point, though he's got the John Stewart. <laughs> no, I mean I'm just just going off we don't with, know. Uh, 2011 yeah, yeah. politics and yeah, yeah, I get it. general I get wokeness.
1: <laughs> I get it, yeah. Because like the Hawkman in Smallville was still white.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. I think, oh, and
1: and also in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. So yeah.
0: Oh, was Hawkman white in Legends?
1: Yeah, he was. I'm surprised
0: at that because they're try they're generally like uh you know in in the general vicinity of wokeness.
1: They they try to be, I think. Yeah, they
0: try to be, yeah.
1: Not all the time. Uh, let's see. So Green Lantern, John Stewart, Atlanta, Gary, and Thanagarian Hall engage in a cool action sequence inside a space station nightclub as they try to stop Kanjar Roe, another villain, from helping Desaad weaponize the Kryptonite. Uh, the first act ends of Superman kidnapped by Steppenwolf and the Parademons and taken back to Apocalypse. So, wow. uh, okay, so this is kind of from... Justice League origin which is published around the same time because Superman does get captured by the parademons in that origin story right uh, let's see next it says by the start of the second act Batman goes to Themyscira that should be interesting Batman and Themyscira yeah. Batman goes to Themyscira to recruit Diana with whom he has a romantic history so- this guy
0: is going balls <laughs> to the walls <laughs> with the with the um, world building like, like, yeah. for, like fuck it, origin we're just dropped in yeah, to exactly. the D- DC universe like I mean it's cool. I mean I would have liked to have seen this as well, but it's yeah. uh, not common especially at this time I think.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm like I don't know. Like this is so it's a way to introduce everybody because it's definitely not the Christian Bale Batman, I don't think. No. Uh and then I don't think they were good they were going to bring back Brandon Routh for uh Superman at this point. Uh, no. I think may have might have just been cast around this point when this was happening, so maybe. Right, uh, right, right, right. But we didn't have a Wonder Woman uh, at this point, or Barry Allen. Like Nobody was cast. Like This is so early and in the DCEU. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so Batman and Diana have a romantic history, so any Wonder Bat shippers out there will be happy with this.
0: Shipping it like FedEx, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, next one is uh, Barry Allen, john stewart and diana have a meeting with wayne inside the bat cave which has several generations of batmobiles and batsuits which is cool uh as well as mr freeze's cryo gun the scarecrow's mask and the penguin's umbrella so that's pretty cool
0: he wants a bunch of easter eggs
1: yeah yeah again it feels like umberto's just like let me write any dc term that is in this script rather than try to summarize what it is
0: by the way is latino review even around anymore
1: uh, I don't think so. I think I, I tried to find their website and it was a 404. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I used to go to that all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. Jon Stewart returns to OA and finds OA is the headquarters, the, the Green Lancer and Corps for an I like who those guys. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately for you, uh, they're dead. He finds <laughs> the the dead. Dark Side Guild. They the, finds the dead bodies of Kat Matui, Kilowog, Guy Gardner, Salak. Salak? Salak. And Tomarae, the entire Lantern Corps has been massacred by Darkseid. That's Damn. pretty hardcore. Don't they like
0: uh, if they if he kills all the Owens? Like, doesn't the universe go out of balance or some shit? Like, probably, It's pretty heavy.
1: But since Darkseid's going to be ruling the universe anyway, yeah, he's he like, is the Whatever. balance.
0: That would be cool in a movie. Like, just if God, if they set up a DCU, I'm I'm fan casting now. But like, <laughs> Darkseid's. They introduced the Owens and they're really cool, awesome, powerful in a Green Lantern movie, like a good one, a new one mm-hmm. that comes out. Yeah. And then Justice League 2, Darkseid straight up kills all those motherfuckers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's Snyder, man. Why not? Like, I don't know, dude. It'd be kind of cool. It would be cool. I mean,
1: look at how they killed off Jimmy Olsen and Mercy. Like, yeah. it's, not, <laughs> it's, it's relentless. It's I mean, ruthless. A-
0: after, a- after being introduced and having lots of cool moments in a Green Lantern solo flick.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that has more emotional impact.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Not out, not willy nilly out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. Okay. So with the lantern <laughs> core out of the way, Darkseid invades Earth at the midpoint of the script with the help of a brainwashed Superman. Mm-hmm. So already now you, can, yeah, now you can see how that bled into what we saw in terms of uh, Snyder's Snyder's idea for the future or for the nightmare is that Superman is possessed by Darkseid through the anti life equation. Yeah. So uh, as he does in The Dark Knight Returns in Man of Steel, I mean, not Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, Bruce Wayne dons special armor to fight the Man of Steel. So now we get Batman versus Superman with a different context where Batman is suiting up because Superman is possessed by Darkseid.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, this makes even more sense than this makes B-V-S. More sense. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then you let your family die? Yes. Yeah. So I'm um, uh, <laughs> Polaroids and I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Justice League uh, was
0: way better than, yes. <laughs> than BBS.
1: I, I wish I liked it more. I wish I liked BBS as much as the, the, the fans do. I mean, there's still there's still stuff that I appreciate more than I did in 2016, as I said. But still, I'm just like, I I, I wish. You know? There's
0: a lot to like about it.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: But, yeah, it's just the plot's just so messy. Yeah. Uh, right. But we already went over that. All right. Diana
1: Sorry. manages to release Superman from Desaad's mind control. So okay. that's interesting. It does not say how. Uh, it probably is different from what we saw in, in Justice League but I Superman I did some
0: cursory research for oh yes? plugging our next episode yes Dasad is and we'll go over this in more detail later but is Darkseid's lead torturer
1: ah yes that makes sense
0: yeah he's really like he's the number two he's the second banana to Darkseid mm-hmm. So it yeah. seems like more than Granny Goodness more than anybody else really
1: yeah I can see that yeah Uh, Superman rejoins the League in the fight against Darkseid after Diana frees him from mind control. Uh, Superman then goes through a boom tube, I guess to chase after Darkseid, and travels 11 years into the future, (laughs) into the nightmare (laughs) timeline, it feels like, to find that Darkseid has wiped out 80% of the Earth's population. So I think if Wheelbill is credited, it's because he probably came up with this idea of Darkseid invading the world. Superman is possessed at one point. Uh, at one point, it's the apocalyptic vision of the future. Like, it feels like that stuff might have come actually from this script first. And Zack oh, Snyder yeah. liked it. And because of the fact that, you know, who knows how much of it is WGA rules. Now, I might be wrong on this. You know, again, this is purely speculation because I have yeah. not found any interviews about Snyder talking about Wheelbill at all. Yeah. But it could just be that because that's a connection and due to wga rec- regulations the writers guild of america in a lot of cases the first screenwriter who took a crack at it still gets some sort of credit as you saw in uh, let's say batman returns right the sam ham script yeah. we originally went over was very different from what happened later but because he was the first one to take a crack at that script he still got the story by credit
0: Terio could have based it a lot yeah he could have like that could have been the draft he started out with yeah, and then Terryo made his changes with Snyder. Yeah,
1: Terryo and Snyder's like, okay, this is what this guy did. Let's do our own thing, but we like this idea of let's let's come up with the nightmare timeline, that type of stuff. Yeah, again, pure speculation. We don't know, but it seems likely that that's why Will Beale gets the story by credit because this is what's in the script according to Umberto here. Yeah. Uh, so Diana in this in the nightmare vision, Diana leads the last of the human resistance with an aged and gray haired Bruce Wayne as her second in command. Oh, shit. They also have a son together. Oh, wow. <laughs> Batman and Diana hooked up, and now they have a son named Clark Wayne. So... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that ever happened in the comics?
1: <laughs> Not that I know of. I don't Clark think a, Wayne. I don't think there's a Batman and Wonder Woman baby out there. Wow. I'm surprised they haven't done that. Cause I'm Batman's surprised, too, yeah.
0: had a lot of sex, so... Yeah. And Damien and all that, like... Yeah. I don't know. What if Damien yeah. meets his half amazonian brother you know know. and he's a male amazonian that'd be interesting actually
1: it it makes it makes sense because you've got damien who's the son of him and talia and then helena originally the huntress was originally the daughter of batman and catwoman so why isn't there a daughter of batman and wonder woman i might look into it and find there's something but i think we're on to something
0: i think maybe because they know these had too many kids at this point maybe they're just trying to not fuck with their timeline even more (laughs) they already got Rebirth going on I don't know I mean it'd be cool maybe we should they should get like an Elseworlds going with that or something but I say
1: Elseworlds yeah don't don't fuck up the main continuity yeah Uh, and then one surprising member of the resistance is Lex Luthor oh so that's kind of cool the future Batman leads a dozen fighters known as Batman's Berserkers (laughs) I don't know why they didn't just call them the outsiders at that point (laughs) Batman's Berserkers that's cool Uh, Okay, so this includes uh, members of the Suicide Squad. So this includes Cheetah. So Barbara Minerva's in this, so that would be interesting. Uh, The Huntress is in this, the Helena Bertinelli version.
0: Hello, my name's Jonathan Dunn, host of the O3C podcast. Every week I'm joined by my two best gaming buddies, Chris and Minty, and we talk about the games we're playing, the games we love, and how they rank alongside our sacrosanct top 100 favorite video games of all time lists. Deep dives into gaming mechanics, history, and lore abound, all topped off with lashings of irreverent, dry British wit, witterings, and wisdom. For details on the show and more, head to O3C.games and tune in every Monday on the HyperX Podcast Network.
1: Do you love Japan and video games? Well, so do we! We're Kinsey and Mark from Kyoto Indie Devs Chuhai Labs. Join us twice monthly for games, silly Japan news, and all-around nonsense. Nasty Labs. We didn't get making commercials.
0: <laughs> we fing got this one, bro.
1: Be sure to stop by the Chuhai High Labs Discord to chat about our games or ask us questions.
0: Chuhai Labs and the Nasty Labs podcast. We're legally the best.
1: Find inflation the old-fashioned way, by spending less money. Check out the HyperX store at Amazon.com to find great Prime Day deals on July 12th and 13th. Stock up on new gaming gear so you'll be equipped for the new launches and content drops. Mark your calendars and set your alarms. Deals like this won't stick around long. It's officially summertime, and everybody talks about looking good for the warmer months, but few have the balls to do it. Well, it's time to nut up or shut up and take the easiest step to looking sexy this summer by using Manscaped! Manscaped's ultra-smooth package makes sure you have the proper care for down there and their Boxers 2.0 gives you the perfect stage to show off the new look. These products make you look
0: hot but your cleanly shaved nethers will keep you cool and the Boxers 2.0 patented jewel pouch trademark, technology will keep your boys from turning any beach day into a swamp
1: day. Dive headfirst into summer by joining the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get 20% off plus free shipping by going to Manscaped.com using the code Johnson's Ballsack. Yes, Manscaped.com slash Ballsack. The Ultra Smooth Package is specialized 3-step groin shaving kit to help you buff, protect, and smooth your most sensitive areas. I'm talking Crop shaver razor, Crop Exfoliator, and Crop Gel. This kit is the perfect polish to make your family jewels shine.
0: Step one, Crop Exfoliator. Infused with ingredients that can soothe, clear, and keep the skin on and around your groin feeling refreshed, the Crop Exfoliator can help you reduce the risk of ingrown hairs in your delicate places.
1: Step two, Crop Gel. See where you're shaving with our unique clear shaving gel just for the groin. It's called your delicate area for a reason. This is one place you do not want to go in blind.
0: Step three, it's time to shave. The crop shaver, trademark, was designed for shaving the groin area with confidence. This razor has three precision blades that include extra wide lubricating strips and a pivoting head for the ultimate groin grooming
1: experience. To top it off, all three of these vegan cruelty-free and sulfate-free products are included so you know your manhood is in good hands and without compromise.
0: Once you have your hog in prize-worthy condition, grab yourself a pair of the Manscaped Boxers 2.0. They are ultra soft, moisture-wicking, cooling, anti-chafing, masterpieces fit for a king and made for your royal scepter.
1: I should know, I'm wearing them right now. So, get 20% <laughs> off plus free shipping over the code Johnson's Ballsack at manscaped.com.
0: There are so few perfect summer days. Don't let hot sweaty balls ruin them. Stay fresh, clean, and smelling good with Manscaped.
1: As a fan of podcasts, you've probably thought about starting one of your own.
0: Introducing the new HyperX Duocast.
1: The Duocast has all the essential features an aspiring podcaster would want, from a USB mic with HyperX favorites like a tap to mute and a vibrant mute indicator.
0: It's compact and elegantly styled, perfect for situations where you want a mic that looks great but isn't too
1: extra. Check out the new HyperX Duocast, available at Target.com or shop direct at HyperX.com. Woohoo! Uh, Captain Boomerang is also in this.
0: I don't know why they... I mean, with James Gunn throwing him in there because it's so silly, I get it, from the gun perspective. Yeah. But a motherfucker that throws boomerangs at people, am I missing something here? He's a
1: major part of Suicide Squad comics, I don't know what to tell you.
0: I guess, man. I just... <laughs> I don't know, dude. Australian, Um. Uh, what do you call it, uh, representation, I guess. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Uh, and then the last member of Batman's Berserkers which is going to sound very familiar is Deathstroke Yeah. so that made it in yeah that made it in to the the nightmare sequence at the end of Zack Snyder's Justice League so that was cool Uh, the last of the resistance is headquartered inside Superman's Fortress of Solitude so that's cool Uh, future Lex Luthor figures out a way to send Barry Allen back 11 years in time partly using Darkseid's boom tube So this is where Flash going back in time to do some sort of warning comes in. Uh, Again, before Batman versus Superman. So it likely comes from this script. Future Flash goes back in time to before Darkseid's invasion and dies in his younger self's arms after warning of the terrible future. Okay. So damn. All right, so now we're out of the nightmare timeline. We're back in present day. Uh, And uh, Diana, Bruce, Barry, and Green Lantern then travel to Apocalypse and rescue Superman before DeSad can take over his mind. And the reunited Justice League battle Darkseid and his forces on Apocalypse to stop the invasion of Earth. If there's any influence from that Justice League run that I was talking about earlier, uh, from 183 to 185, it might be at this part, because of the fact that that was the first comic to ever have the Justice League on Apocalypse fighting, ba- fighting Darkseid. Okay. Uh, let's see. The entire Lantern Corps, along with the Amazons from Themyscira, join in the- on the battle. So. Okay. Justice League, Lantern Corps, who are still alive, and the Amazons going up against Darkseid and Parademons. Imagine that. <clears throat> yeah, I don't even I don't even know where you go up from there if this is Justice League two and three, though. <laughs> I know this is quite a lot <clears throat> for a first movie. Yeah, and then uh, the script ends with Mercy Graves planning a presidential campaign for Lex Luthor, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> to be based off the President Luthor uh, comics. And Luthor receives a message from Future Luthor. Telling him of Superman's secret identity, Clark <laughs> Kent.
0: A message. You, <laughs> you <laughs> are awesome.
1: <laughs> you will be awesome <laughs> ten years from now. <laughs> you will be president. You'll be the greatest president of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will b- become more orange. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, that is pretty much the summary from Umberto Gonzalez on the uh, Will Be All Justice League. What do you think of that?
0: Um. Yeah, a lot of the DNA is there, uh, we see. I can see why he got the credit. Um, mm-hmm. It probably is. I, I, I. It sounds like he, this, Terrio just got this script and made it, started, this was his base, and he they, they changed from there. This was the foundation for it. Yeah. And that's why Will Bill gets the credit. Um, mm-hmm. And it's interesting, because that's work he did, what, in 2010, 2011, yeah. And it's finally paying off 10 years later, you know. Mm-hmm. You plant these seeds, man. Wasn't yeah. Gangster Squad the one that had to reshoot the theater sequence? Yeah.
1: <clears throat> Partially because of uh because of Aurora. Yes. Yeah, it's it was a, because of what happened with Dark Knight Rises, so that's interesting.
0: They had to reshoot. Connection. I remember that. That was when I was it was my second year in LA probably, and that was a that was a big uh thing happening. Yeah. Uh, I remember um but yeah it's cool Uh, you know it's interesting he was a cop and but he's obviously like um you know nerdy cop i guess (laughs) i mean he didn't get into this out of nowhere you know like this must have been a lifetime passion for him it seems like Mm -hmm. and uh it sounds like a shitload of characters though that's the problem but there's a
1: shitload of characters in Zack snyder's one too so it is yeah so so who knows but warner brothers was definitely interested in getting in on the justice league game probably because they knew avengers was coming at this point definitely they, their own Avengers. they
0: really wanted this shit now they kind of got something good they just got to more or less green light it publicly more
1: yeah well i mean it's that or uh you know we got the hour man and satana movies coming out aren't you excited about those? i mean to be fair that they'll probably be good if you get the right talent attached to it it's just like you know why are they keep restarting characters who not necessarily restart characters but they've got these characters who are obscure you know? Yeah, and it's nice that they get the limelight, but it's also like your flagship characters, like Superman, like okay, we got this Tanahashi Coach thing, but we don't even know if it's if it's going to be <clears throat> related at all to everything else, or if it's a complete reboot. You know, like this is yeah. weird. I What think, the plans are for another Justice League?
0: Yeah, you know? it's also like even if you restore to Snyderverse, it's not like the other movies are going to become not canon. Like even take something as different as Shazam, you know. I I I feel like Shazam can have that tone in his own movie, but if he shows up in Snyder verse, I mean it might be comedic, you know, but it could still be Zachary Levi in yeah. that same fucking suit or yeah. something very close to it in a Snyder movie. It's not that big of a deal. Then you go back to a lighter tone for Shazam two or three or whatever.
1: It's yeah, not a it's
0: not a fucking big deal, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I do want to bring up one interesting thing, one interesting development that came about with the Will Beale script, which is that uh, there were rumors about a certain director being attached to it back in Steven 2011. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> it was not Steven Spielberg. Oh, man, I wish. <laughs> do Superman uh,
0: Spielberg, for the love of fucking God. Putting <laughs> that Apparently out he was going to do
1: Black Hawk. Remember he was going to do Black Hawk? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> that he was likes random. To, the Vintage
0: stuff. I, it kills me that he has he's he won't do superman i think i mean god in the 90s especially i think that's because maybe that's when i was growing up but it's just like spielberg equaled americana you know yeah i can totally see that and i'm sure that was the same with the i mean i was alive for some parts of the 80s but i don't remember a lot of it but like 70s and 80s especially he was he was owning that shit too and just let's bring it back let's i know you're old Uh, as hell but come on man (laughs) let's let's do superman dude let's do superman
1: yeah uh yeah so this director said uh had to sort of dispute it uh he was just in talks of it he said quote i'm not working on the justice league one of the problems of entertainment websites is that they need to fill pages and that's how rumors get started justice league sounds really exciting but it's not something i'm working on that director was ben affleck
0: well oh yeah i think you've told me this before
1: (laughs) so ben affleck was like "Eh." That'll be cool, but it's not really what I'm working on. And then look at what happened. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Yeah. Uh, I remember Umberto at the time, around 2012 or 2013, said that um, Affleck, uh, Warner Brothers had in mind to have him direct as well as be Batman in that. But right. uh didn't work out. And then lo and behold, uh, it kind of did. Just not with this specific script.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. It, it did happen.
1: So... Uh, that is pretty much all we know about uh, Will Beal's unmade Justice League script. I wish I had more, but uh, if we ever do have more, then we'll certainly have a main show episode on it. But uh, I thought since we don't have a lot, but it's a little too much to just plug into one of our current episodes. This is all for you guys behind the paywall on this. So, so thank you,
0: thank you everybody behind the paywall. But but also the uh, so Will Ben Affleck was. It was rumored he was going to direct this. This will build Justice League.
1: This specific Justice League back in 2011 or so. Yeah, okay. and uh, he might have been in talks, but he, he never really signed on to it.
0: That's the thing. I mean, rumors are, you know, most of the time bullshit, but they're circling something. They're often circling something that might be real, even if the exact specifics might be yeah, off. Yeah,
1: because they wanted him to to do be were involved at least with DC movies that's uh, around this time because they also had him. You know, the trades were saying that he was under consideration for Man of Steel as well to direct. So, oh wow, uh, it does look like they had wanted him involved in a for a long time, right? From Warner Brothers' perspective, which makes sense because you know, he did the town, like he's he's associated with you know quality movies. The town was a Warner Brothers picture, I I believe, and I believe D- Gone Girl was as well. And uh, Argo, not, we, no, no, not, pictured, not didn't it not Gone Girl. Uh, Gone Baby Gone.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> he. Dr- I forget. Gone Baby Gone is what he's directed. Gone Girl is the one he stars in. That's the Fincher He Shows
0: movie. his dick pretty
1: much, too. <laughs> you see that movie? I have not. You get to but see
0: Sidecock in that film.
1: <laughs> I'm not really sure I want to, but okay. <laughs> it's quick. I mean,
0: it's a Fincher film, and it's like, you know, kind of dark, hardened, true crime kind of. Shit, and I mean it's all right. I mean, Joey's wife loved the ever living fuck out of that movie. <laughs> um, I don't think not because of Ben Affleck's dick. I mean, it was it was an all right movie, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I mean, Ben Affleck for me, I love him as Batman. I think he's great. I I was never a hater, not even from day one, which was yeah. my birthday. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. but that wasn't part. Of, that, I didn't dis- I didn't like him because it was my birthday. I just. That thought he was like he's fine fine choice like why not there's always these batman haters that kills me but um man what do you think is the best ben affleck movie other than the batfleck ones other than
1: justice league Ooh. uh daredevil Ar- clearly no armageddon uh, <laughs> um i do like i do like his performance and the writing for his character in goodwill hunting uh, oh yeah,
0: see. that is probably his best movie, dude. It probably is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it probably is. Although I will say, uh, going back into that, if you have you watched Good Will Hunting recently?
1: Not recently. It was a f- it was a few years ago. So it wasn't it wasn't way back. But I might have seen it like I don't know, maybe three or four years ago
0: or so. Okay, so I saw it when it first came out. I think it was probably in film school and. Maybe even before. Maybe I was in high school. I can't remember, but I remember just being absolutely floored with the movie. Like I was mm. like, "This is cinema." <laughs> and I rewatched it again a couple of years ago, and and it's still good. It's a very good movie. I hope to one day make a movie anywhere near as good as Goodwill Hunting. Let me say that first. Mm-hmm. But it does. You when you watch it now in your late thir- mid to late thirties. It kind of feels like you can really tell the age of Damon and um Affleck writing this movie. Like all the lines are just meant to be acted really well. Uh I don't know, it's hard to explain. Like they're just meant it's just it's just like How can I say this? It's just kind of uh, uh over man, overacted's a little little tough of a word to use, but I don't know. Kind of see what you mean. Just like the monologues are kind of a little bit un, almost unnatural, but they're good though. But I don't know. I looked at it through kind of an older lens when is I it, rewatched. it. Is it, it like
1: it. an Aaron Sorkin type of thing where it's just like everybody is is like has movie lines? You know, like <laughs> everyone talks yeah, yeah. like in a movie. In
0: yeah, a movie. it kind. Of, yeah, that's kind of what it is. It's everybody kind of is talking like they're in a movie. Yeah. Which I hear. You. I know that sounds like a pretentious ass <laughs> comment, but. I really don't mean it to be that way. Um, right. I mean, again, I, I the movie's a thumbs up. It's a great movie, um, but uh, it's just something about something about it. And some maybe it's just the, some of the monologues are too long or something. But yeah, maybe. it's 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 good. They were they were just they were young. They were right out of Harvard. They you know they're from Harvard.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they're not idiots. It's just- yeah, not even an <laughs> athlete I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: His career just had a totally different trajectory than Matt Damon's did.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's it's been... It looks like he's making sort of the comeback after the whole rehab scenario back in, uh, you know, 2017 and 2018 or so. Uh, he looks a lot better now. He's, uh, you know, as of now, it seemed like he was signed up for The Flash to come back, but we don't even know if we have, we have Keaton back for that. He so, was looking knows 20 that years
0: a- younger in those reshoots.
1: Yeah. Just about. He's definitely. looking
0: really really
1: tight. He's he definitely looks slimmer in the cowl in that nightmare sequence with Leto.
0: And when he's talking to Martian Manhunter outside of his house.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Like like Kevin Smith brought that up as well and I, I noticed that when I watched it, it looks like Yeah, dude, your your AA is working or something. Yeah, like, yeah he definitely looks different there. Yeah. You're listening to your uh to, to the people trying to help you. That's what it looks like.
1: It's a nice, you know, art-reflecting life, life-reflecting art type of thing. Right, just, that's true. You know, Bruce is also in a healthier mindset by the end of Justice League compared to where he was in, in Batman v Superman. So it's it's kind of cool that there's that reflection as well. So that's all you
0: get for this week. That was our episode released from the Patreon vault. We hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to hear the full episode, please go to patreon.com slash superhero stuff pod. And this, the rest of this episode and a bunch more is there. It's at the $5 tier. So please check that out and we hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you later. Thanks again. Bye.